Alrighty, so this is kind of an impromptu one. I figured I'd do one today. Um, I uh, forgot to press publish on my last one, so it's a double upload day, yay! Um, <laughs> it was meant to publish to be published yesterday, I just completely forgot to press the button. However, that is irrelevant to the point now. I would like to talk about sexual harassment and hashtag me too. So, I want to talk about this today because I kind of just feel a little bit, I don't know, kind of just, or I feel like talking about it right now and I feel like it's a, it's something that, it's such a interesting situation to be dealt, to be dealing with. And I'm not quite sure that I have a solution. I, I, I wouldn't, I, I'd say I'd be too ignorant to believe that I know the exact answers that would suffice to bring peace to the situation. I believe I worded that as easily as I could have. The reason I say that is because I'm human, right? I don't have all the answers. I don't, right? There's no way I'd be able to sit here and lie to you and tell you that. Uh, I don't. That being said, I don't think that anyone else does either. Um, I think we'd be too quick to believe that when we shouldn't. And here's why. Hashtag me too with the whole sexual harassment thing has been a multi-problem problem entangled in the one one huge issue. So you have several different things attacking at once to create this overarching issue of sexual harassment. And there's not really a one singular solution to be able to fix it. And I think that's what a lot of people are trying to do is they want to find the the least amount of force to fix the issue. Because obviously as human beings we don't want to change. We're not used to change. We don't like it. It's much easier as people that we don't have to change or do anything different for ourselves and make society better. That's always the best thing for us to possibly do. So... What are those issues? We have a couple issues. You have a couple issues being that you have the greediness and the corruption of certain men and certain women. There are, there are women who contribute to this, unfortunately. Um, that's one issue. Another issue is the sexualization of women by women and their unwillingness to acknowledge it. You have the issue of sexual sex and sexualization in the current social sphere. And these are three big issues. I would say the one that we're tackling the most right now is the greediness of individuals to take advantage of other people. I'd say that's the biggest one that we're tackling right now, and it's something that definitely needs to be considered. With Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein and the others who are attributing to such horrid behavior, I mean, it's a good thing that we're getting them off the streets. I, I prefer it this way. 
issue becomes is why we are continuing to push this when that's not the only issue. Like, I agree, they are a problem, but that's not it. That's not, that's, it's not just that. There are many other things that we have to consider. So, what I mean by this is when you get into the conversation of sexualization of women by women. Because obviously men are going to sexualize women, women are going to sexualize men. That's how we work. That's, that, that's how people are, right? Whoever you are attracted to, whether it be the same sex or opposite sex, you're going to sexualize that sex for that reason. That is how the human brain works. And we go, oh, you know, I like, for instance, for me, I like women. So I'm going to find women very sexy and very attractive. So I'm going to sexualize them whenever I can, when I find someone who I would suitably want to mate with. That is the general idea, and that's the basic primal instinct. That's how we work. So the question becomes is, well, what are women, what are women doing to provoke this? Because I, I don't believe, as I stated in, previous, in a previous podcast, you have to take full responsibility for everything that happens in your life. So... That being said, if you were sexually assaulted, what did you do to put yourself in that situation? And I'm not saying it's entirely on the woman's fault. I'm saying it's a, I'm saying there has to be... One person does not just get randomly blamed for the faults of everybody else. That's the unfortunate fact. So, in other words, there's not just one person at fault ever. No, no part of life is that simple. So there has to be something being done to provoke said behavior. So what I would what I'm talking about specifically is specifically dressing or you know how an individual will dress, makeup, actions, Right, certain things are going to provoke certain behaviors. The way you dress and the way you apply makeup to yourself is two huge ones that we do not ever talk about. I have an issue with this. So, with makeup, I think this has become lost amongst a lot of people. Is that is what makeup does? Makeup is a tool for women to exaggerate sexual features of themselves so for instance why is it that we put that women put red lipstick on their lips why would you do this well because in in sexual arousal the lips turn a bright red alright why would you put blush or rouge I think it's called on your cheeks for the same reason why would you want clear skin? Because we find, as a society, we've proved that to be the most appealing and sexual feature. These are things that are very prominent in our sexual tendencies. So why would you wear that kind of makeup to work? We're talking about Me Too. We're talking about people getting sexually harassed at work. Why would you wear it there? And I know the argument to that is, well, because women want to feel pretty. Why? Well, they want to feel attractive. Why? 
because you want the attention. That is what you are doing. As you would notice, as you go to any workplace, men aren't doing this. Men aren't wearing stuff that will broaden their shoulders and maybe I don't I don't know uh, thin their thin their hips and maybe uh, accentuate their crotch. Right? These are things men aren't doing. We're not doing this. So why would women do it? In the workplace, I can understand going out in public. That's fine because that's what you, you know. That the public sphere is the public sphere, and it's not regulated by anybody. It's just the actual public. But why would you? Why would you wear that to work? Why is that necessary? So I think there's a lot to be said about that. I think there's a lot of things that we could consider in the workplace that might not be acceptable. I mean, first, I mean, let's break it down to a, to a really simple level. Why, why is it inappropriate to bring, to just wear uh, lingerie to work? Or for guys, wear just your boxer briefs. Why is that inappropriate? Because it's extraordinarily sexual. And it's, and it's just uncalled for and inappropriate for the work sphere. We all agree upon that, right? We all agree that you should not come to work in just your underwear or lingerie. Because <laughs> that's too much. That's way too much. Alright. So then why shouldn't you wear short shirts short shorts and uh, tank top? Or for guys, why wouldn't you just wear uh, really tight shorts and a uh, wife beater or something? I don't know. Why wouldn't you wear that? Because that's too much. Still too sexual. Way too sexual. Way too casual. Yeah, that's the other term that we like to use. It is casual. It's not casual. It is not. I'll call bullshit all day. You want to say that's casual? No. I wear casual clothes. Casual clothes cover me from head to toe. Except on a hot day where I wear a t-shirt instead. Other than that, that's not casual. Why wouldn't you, as an individual, wear something that's exposing your skin or your body to work? Because it's too sexual. We agree. Everyone agrees. It's too much. You shouldn't do this. So why would you bring it to work? Ever. This is a very simple question. I I don't know why it's it's such a damning thing to ask anyone. I've asked this question before to other women. They're appalled by it. They're like, what? I would never not wear a, sh- a skirt to work. Why? Why is it necessary for you to wear a skirt to work? It's not. It's not necessary. You are being overly sexual. There's no reason for you to wear a skirt to work. None. No practical reason whatsoever. I beg anyone who differs with that opinion to message me exclusively on why that is the case. Because I can't think of a single scenario where a skirt would be more useful at work than pants. Seriously, anyone, open floor, please, anyone find me a reason. 
I can think of several reasons outside of work why Skirt's more useful, but that's not, uh, that is NSFW, right? That's, that's not, it's specifically not safe for work. So why is that appropriate to wear to work? That's my only question. Why is it okay? Here's what, here's my, here's my opinion. It's not. Do not wear that kind of stuff to work. It's not necessary. It's not re, it's not reasonable it's disrespectful for your coworkers. And not only that, women, you understand when you are attractive. You know. You know that you are sexually attractive. You know that your general aura, when you dress up and when you put on your makeup and when you put on all your nice clothes to look good, you realize that it is sexually... I mean, I've seen some women that I would say it's impossible sexually to not notice her. Impossible. So, I mean, you understand when you're doing this kind of actions. It's very well noted. I was speaking to a girl recently uh, who's going to be going into sales. And she said that she wanted to get a boob job just to bring in more sales. It's well known. Women, you are very understanding when you are doing this. The question becomes is, why do you do this other than for the attention? If if you're doing this for the attention, then why are you upset when you get the attention unwantedly? If you are dressing up and you are doing these things in the work sphere, Mike, I just don't understand the outrage when someone grabs you. It's like... I understand they shouldn't grab you, yeah, but you shouldn't dress like that either. There's a um, there's a comedian who did a bit on this. I want to say it was Cat Williams. Um, yeah, it was Cat Williams. He did a joke where um, he was talking about a a young girl who dressed very very you know very very openly, if you will. Um, not very well clothed, most of most of her skin being, you know, shown. She was wearing short shorts and a very small t-shirt. And um, he he made a comment towards her about them having sexual, about them having sex later. And she's like, just because I dress like this does not make me a whore. And so he said, well, he started making a joke about it. He said, well. Maybe one day I'll dress up as a cop and I'll stand around the street corner and finally someone will run up to him, run up to me and be like, "Officer, officer, thank God, someone you know someone's robbing that store. You got to help us right now." And he said, and as his punchline, he's like, "Just because I dress like this does not make me an officer." And he said, "It's very true that just because you're dressed like that does not make you what you look like, but it's very confusing, and that's the truth. That is the very truth of it." If you dress very skankily, as many people like to put it, why would you be surprised when you get that kind of attention? You're choosing your audience that you're going to get based on how you dress. Now, if you're going to wear full-on, you know, normal street clothes, jeans, a a long-sleeve shirt sneakers, nothing fancy, you're not wearing makeup and you, and you get hit on, 
in an uncalled for manner, then yeah, you can be upset about that. But I just don't understand your being upset about being hit on when you're clearly advocating for it by dressing such a way, in such a way. That's my, that's my question about that, is I don't understand why you would do such a thing if that's how you really are going to act. And so my other question ends up being is, this this comes towards sex in general in our society, is why do we, why do we treat sex as it is? Why is it so open? This is another question I, I don't understand. There was a time in a day and age where sex was a very, very intimate thing. And it was very, very seldomly... Seldomly, uh... Celebrated. Because it was such an intimate thing that we never talked about. It's the thing that we all knew but we never would speak about. Because... We felt that just the idea of speaking about it could easily ruin its whole meaning. It was an extraordinarily intimate thing between two people who loved each other dearly, and now it's kind of this whatever. So why is that the thing now? Why do we do that? Why wouldn't we, you know, cherish it? You don't celebrate a good piece of art by taking a bunch of pictures of it and then printing all those pictures out in the same exact size and then posting them everywhere. You wouldn't do that. Because then you devalue the use the 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 piece itself. You wouldn't do that to any piece of art that you would ever that you would ever be able to find. Yet we openly do it to sex. When it should be so cherished. It's such a a sacred thing. Well, you can't just have sex with anyone. You, se- you have sex with the person you love. And I've tried to keep myself really true to that. Once I realized it, I can say I didn't realize it right away. But now that I understand that, I don't. Tr- I don't like the idea of just wasting it. So why do we do it? Why can't we? enjoy the things in life that are so common because we get used to it. There's a reason that most of the Americans don't today don't cherish water. They don't appreciate the fact that they have constant access to food. So we complain about the we complain about our internet working, we complain about our car not working. We complain about all these other things but we, when we could just be happy that we have it. But why do we complain about it? Because we're so used to it. I'm guilty of this as well. I complain about stuff all the time. But it, that's because I'm so used to it that it's like I haven't experienced a time where I don't have it, if that makes sense. You can't understand what it's like to not have something. And in the same sense, you can't experience You can't understand the what it's like to not be able to have something. Like, say tomorrow you woke up and all the water around you was dirty and you couldn't get any clean water. That's something you don't understand until you're in the situation. And fortunately, there's a lot, you know, we're raising a lot of people out of those scenarios, but it's it's something that you wouldn't be able to understand unless you were actually in it. 
So maybe there's a lot more to ju- to fixing the whole sexual harassment thing than meets the eye. Maybe we need to take a step back and figure out exactly where our where our focus should be. I mean, in a general sense, we've only been working together as men and women in the same workplace for 40 years, which is, it may seem like a long time, but there's people who are alive that didn't understand what that meant. They didn't, there are people alive who never knew what it was like to work with a woman. And now they're working with them and they don't understand what's going on. So we need to really be careful about the choices that we're making now. We have to think out every single thing we do carefully. Otherwise, we're bound to make a mistake. And maybe that mistake could be minor. And we all laugh about it. But what if it's not? What if we make a mistake and it chastises many, many men and they go into a spiraling depression and we lose a lot of the population because they don't know what to do with themselves? Maybe that's the case. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But we got to figure it out we got to figure out what's going to happen if we keep going down the path we're going. We need to figure out what the best path is. There are a lot of other issues to Me Too and a lot of other issues that will be pressing for sure. Um, But I think that will be for another podcast for another time. So for now, plan out your choices, plan out your decisions. And make sure you do whatever it is that you know to be right. Stay faceless.